How do you get yourself in the driver's seat of your own life and your own business? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs, and you can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. One of the things that I talk to people a lot about is something we're going to dive deeper into in the show today. How do you get in the driver's seat of your own life in your own business? It sounds simple, right? It's your life, your rules, your business, your rules. But it doesn't always go that way in regular, everyday, real time because things happen. Opportunities find us. Doors get open. Doors get closed. We find ourselves sometimes reacting to what's in front of us rather than getting in control of what we actually want to have happen. I think that's the struggle that the listener who wrote in is having today. So let's dive deeper into her question. Heather, by day I work in a cubicle doing really boring things that no one cares about, but doing those things pays the bills. And every other moment of my free time, I'm a creative. I sell things that I make at home online. I make my own soap and artisan candles. In addition, I hook and design my own rugs, knit clothing, and make quilts. I'm a Jane of all trades. Crafters have started to ask me for my patterns and if I would sell them. I see potential here for a real business, but I don't know what the heck I'm doing or how I would do it. On top of it, my boss found out that I've been doing these things because coworkers mentioned seeing my stuff on Facebook. He's asked me if I have plans to leave the company. I have no idea what I'm doing with any of this. I started it without any kind of plan, any kind of dream, or any goals whatsoever. I do, however, would like to see what I am... I, I would like to see, however, if what I'm doing has the potential to be a legitimate business, but I have no idea how to manage my boss. I also have no idea on where I would start in even building a business. I just like making stuff and I like making people happy with my stuff. I'm really overwhelmed and totally over my head. I was hoping if I shared this with you, you might be interested in using my question on your podcast. Thanks. Signed, Hot Mess. First of all, I love that you signed the letter. Most people either leave it anonymous or ask that I just keep their names out of the question. I love that I get to call you a hot mess for the duration of this podcast. That rather makes my day. Um, So here we go, hot mess. I do think I can help you, and I actually don't think you're as hot of a mess as you might think. So it sounds like your hobby just ran away with itself, right? You started making soaps, you started making candles, and then you went into the knitting uh, community, uh, you went into rugs, and you started expanding your offerings. Um, I'm reading in between the lines here because you didn't tell me, but you said you sell things online. So I'm assuming that you use maybe a, a site like Shopify or Etsy or something like this. But you at some point in time made something, didn't know what the heck to do with it, probably because you gave it to, you've given away so much stuff to other people that you decided to throw it on a website, see if it stuck, and if anybody bought it, great, and if not, it's okay. You were in the, you know, passenger seat of your life and in your business at that point in time. You just really loved making things. You wanted to make them for other people. I hear here in your letter that you really wanted to make people happy, and that is a perfect reason to start a business. But what I also hear in this letter 
is that when you started making these things, doing these crafts, you had no idea or intention or plan to ever really make it a real business. It sounds like your idea was that you were going to go and you were going to pay the bills with your day job, but you would do this fun hobby on the side. And suddenly people are gravitating towards your products. They're loving what you're doing to the point that they want to buy your patterns. They want to see your designs. Who knows, maybe they even want lessons from you, but suddenly they're asking for more than you ever planned on clients or potential clients asking for, and you have no idea what to do with it. All of that puts you in the reaction seat of your life and your business. You put something out there, people are having a response, and now you have to decide what you want to do with it. Then out of nowhere, your boss comes to you and says, hey, I'm wondering, like, are you sticking around here? Do you have plans to leave? Can I count on you for the future of this company? And suddenly you feel like your back is against the wall. And I get that you're overwhelmed. And especially if you're like, what do you mean? Do I have plans to leave, leave this job? I had no plans to run a company. I can see why you're confused. I also hear the curiosity in your voice about what if I could run my own business? What if I could figure out a way to make more income following my passion, doing the thing I really care about? People seem to like me. Could I get a job doing this? Could I build my own job doing this? I don't know how you found me, but my show is called Business Mindset Mastery. So somehow that idea resonated with you. Somehow the idea of you owning a business you connected to, at least that's my story with how people find my show and why they tune in and listen in, especially my story when you take the time to write me a letter, that you've already been dancing with the idea of maybe owning your own business, but you don't know if anyone will take use seriously, and you're not even sure you take yourself seriously. All of that makes so much sense to me. But here's what I want to do first. I want to ask you, what is it that you want? When you think about when you started making these crafts and these projects and creating these things for people and putting them on a website to see if someone would buy them, what did you wish for, hope for? What was your greatest dream goal with this? What did you want to see happen? Were you just hoping to get it out of your house because you like doing the craft, but then you didn't want to be around it? Or were you really hoping that people would like it? Were you maybe afraid to dream, but the secret little girl inside you really did want people to buy it and then wanted someone else to buy it and someone more to buy it? Did you secretly wish that you could throw this out to the universe and that the universe would answer back, yes, you can be a full-time creative and yes, you can make a business doing it. I think that might be a little bit of your story, but I also hear really honestly and really sincerely that you don't know a lot about building a business. My question for you is, are you willing to learn and are you willing to find out? 
because there are so many artisans who have built hobbies, side passions, and full-time businesses online that you could Google. You could join Etsy communities online, learning about how other Etsy shops run their business, how they manage the increased demand, how they manage client expectations. You could learn a lot about these things. But before you do any of that, you have to ask yourself, is this what I want? Because owning a business is very different than making money online. Right now, you make money online selling your products and services. If you want to build a following, if you want to build a, a loyal um, you know, group of people who are interested in what you're doing, who identify with your brand and who identify with your story, and you want to create a regular succession of, um, of crafts and projects that people can consume, be interested in, and buy, that is very different because it means higher productivity, it means more specific strategy, and it means more than wishing. It means more than just putting your product up on a site and hoping someone buys. Owning a business means making the decision to build a brand that represents who you are, what you do, how you serve, creating things, and actively marketing and selling those things. That is the main distinct difference. Before you even go to what the heck do I tell my boss? How do I respond to this? What do I do about the people who want to buy patterns from me? You have to get really clear on what it is you want for yourself. If you want to begin the process of owning your own business, of moving from your day job to a full-time job as a creative, you have a lot to learn right? You can't just quit your job and enter the online space selling your wares and expect to match the income you're currently making. That's not a reasonable expectation of anyone. And anyone who, you know, you see online that tries to sell you that messaging is full of crap. But you would have to decide that you want to learn how creatives build full-time businesses. You could easily come to me for several resources. I'm happy to toss them out to you in terms of individual coaches you might be able to hire, courses that you could take, people you can talk to. There are a lot of different options if you're interested in that. Or you decide that you just want to keep making money online and then you do what you want as you have time for it. So if you want to design rugs and design the patterns and sell the patterns for people, you do that. If you do want to sell a knitting pattern, you you do that. You don't have to think full time in terms of the plan in terms of anything else. You can just do what you want when you want and make whatever money you want on the side. It doesn't have to have a lot of strategy or pre-thought or consideration attached to it. But what you're asking me here about the boss is tricky, right? And it's probably because you don't know what the answer is. You don't want to burn a bridge, but you also don't want to be caught lying at the end of the day. 
I think you're actually in a really good position here to tell the boss the truth. I don't know how you skivvied out of that conversation in order to be able to still ask me the question and maybe you gave him some sort of generalized answer and you want to be more prepared the next time. But I think you can be honest with him to say, hey, listen, you know the deal. I'm sitting in this cubby, you know, 40 hours a week. I do this for you. And yes, outside of this, I have a little hobby where I design crafts and home goods for people. And yes, I have hope that it could be a business someday, but no, I'm nowhere near leaving this company right now. It's my hope and my wish that I continue to work for you and serve you while I get to also be a craftsperson and use my creative outlet in a different way. You don't have to tell him you're secretly hoping and wishing that you're going to get a full-time business and be able to leave his office in six months or less. You don't have to tell him any of that, but answer the question honestly. That way you don't have to hide. You don't have to pretend on Facebook that you're not actively trying to get a larger following of people interested in the things that you have to sell. You don't, you get to market yourself, share your story, share your crafts, share your ideas openly and without reservation. Will your boss maybe secretly wonder that you're planning to leave? Probably. It happened to me when I was working in residential care in my first, uh, you know, we're going back in my career, but the first 10 years of my career, I was working in um, program development for a residential program for teens. And at one point in time, I kind of got the inkling that I may not want to stay there forever. I thought I might want to start a private practice or at least see clinical clients privately on the outside of my job. And I needed my supervisor to sign off on the form to say, yes, in fact, I've supervised her for this number of hours. And so I told her, I said, yes, I love being a program director. I love what I'm doing right now, but I miss the clinical work. So I'm going to try to do it in the evenings and on the side on weekends. I communicated honestly. I didn't tell her like, if all goes well, I'm going to leave. And she probably secretly knew that I was testing the waters because that's kind of what people did in that professional space at the time. But if you show up fully committed to work and you're present while you're there and you don't give your boss any indication that you're not being currently loyal, currently present or working hard, you don't owe your boss any additional explanations. And because the reality is, is we all get to change our minds from time to time. We all get to say, yes, I wanted this job for a period of time. No, I no longer want this job and I'm moving on. Once you know, your boss is looking out after his own interests. And I would do the same thing with my employees too. When they were asking me for recommendations for grad school and whatnot, I'd be like, oh, are you applying to part-time school or full-time school? Because as bosses of businesses, that's a question we have to ask. So your boss gets to ask that question and you get to decide how much information you're going to give. But the more honest, upfront, you can be the less guilt you're going to carry. But you have to decide for yourself where you want this train to go. 
because you feel like a hot mess, because it's everybody telling you what they think or asking you questions about what you plan to do, and you haven't made any decisions for yourself. Not knowing how to be a boss, not knowing how to run a business is not reason enough not to run one. You just have to own that you're new to this part, get help and invest in client in services or teachings or mentorship that can teach you how to build a business. You get to decide that you'll do that and you get to decide the timing and the pacing for that. You also, regardless of how much acclaim you're getting, how much respect you're receiving, how much people really love what you're doing, you also get to decide that that's not really for you and say, yes, perhaps I could run an online business. Perhaps I could make this bigger than what I currently have, but I'm not interested in doing that. You get to decide, but until you make that decision, you are going to feel all over the place. One of my favorite quotes is from Matthew Kimberly, and he's an online entrepreneur. And one of the things he says regularly and consistently is we don't get overwhelmed when we have too much to do. We get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do next. That is what I'm hearing in your question about overwhelm. You don't know what to do next. You don't know how to respond to the people who are gravitating towards your crafts. You don't know how to handle the acclaim and recognition you're getting in your personal life and at work with your coworkers and your boss. And you don't know if you want to turn this random thing into a business. The way you get into the driver's seat is to get crystal clear on what it is you want then you can chart the path. You can decide how you're going to learn the parts of this that you don't know, or you're going to decide you don't have to learn those things. You're going to let your coworkers know that you have a really good hobby, or you're going to let them know that you've just been loving on what you're doing and you're trying all kinds of things and you can't wait to see what happens next. But get in the driver's seat. Decide where you want to go. Decide how you want to get there. And then all you have to do is to communicate it to anybody who's asking or needs to know. But when you're reacting to people's inquiries, when you feel like there's pressure on you, you're never going to get out of your own way. You're going to feel totally discombobulated, and that's why you start feeling like a hot mess. I want you to think about something here, too. This is a really good problem to have. You have something that lights you up. You have something you enjoy doing. You spend so much of your free time doing it, and people seem to like it. That is awesome. You have a boss who's interested enough in your performance in his company that is interested enough to know whether or not you plan on staying. That too, while intimidating and scary, it's also really good news. This is a really good problem to have. So don't be scared of it. Don't get overwhelmed by it. Just slow yourself down. Take it in for a second. The compliment of people liking you. The compliment of people liking what you do. The compliment that people see that you have talent and vision and they want to be near you, learn more, and do more with you. Make sure you don't lose sight of that part. 
because that's where the good stuff is. And sometimes when we feel like we don't know where we're going, when we don't know whether or not we're taking a left turn or a right turn, we forget that part. But this is the really good stuff. And it's awesome. You're good at what you do and people like it. Now that you've taken that in, just own it for a second. Recognize that you have control over it and you should be controlling it. And you get to decide where this is going to take you. You don't have to keep the car moving. You can pull over to the side of the road. You can catch your breath. You can take it all in. You can figure out where you need direction. You can decide after you get directions if it's a place you really want to go. You can take your time in this process. It doesn't feel like that because it feels so pressure-filled right now. People are just on you, asking you what you're going to do, what your plans are. But just take a beat. Take a breath. Take it all in, and then when you're ready, make a decision. I wish you so much good luck with this. I really hope you find your way with it all. Again, if you need resources or you have questions about where to start in business building, I'm, I'm not you know, technically a business coach or strategist, but I have really good references and referrals that I can make to you if you need any help or guidance with this. But I love the question. Um, again, I think it's a really good problem to have. And my guess is other listeners share your questions. So thanks so much for reaching out. And if anybody listening here has a question today and they want my two cents on their problem or your problem, please don't hesitate to reach out just like our listener here today did, our hot mess. I get to say that one more time. Nobody ever signs their letters with cute ways, and I always wish they did. So I'm going to say that one more time, just like Hot Mess did. If you have a question, you want my two cents on your problem, send it on in, heather at choosetohaveitall.com. I would love the opportunity to answer it. Best questions make for best pod. Thanks so much, guys. I really enjoyed talking to you today. If you don't mind taking one more second to head over to your podcast app and leave a review, share the show, get the word out, that would be just fantastic, and it would totally make my day. Thanks so much. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Bye for now.